The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet, with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D. from Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington. If you'd like to join in the discussion, email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm or call into the program with your questions. Now, here's your host, Rev. Anna Schaus. Welcome to the Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet where we support your spiritual growth in recovery. My name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your host, and I want to thank all of you that are listening with us today. I'm glad you're out there listening. We've got a great show for you today, as usual. In just a minute, we're going to be talking about Renew Your Spirit, the gift of a 12-step retreat center with my guest, Jesse Sell. Again, thank you all for listening out there, and thank you for uh, sending in your emails and for visiting us on Facebook. That's great. You can visit Spirit of Recovery on Facebook, and you can see what we've got posted on there, and you can write on our wall, and you can join in the discussion. We've always got a topic up there for you to join in the discussion, so do visit us at Spirit of Recovery on Facebook. And I'm really glad, too, that our uh, the news about Spirit of Recovery is spreading, and I am grateful to all of you for letting your friends know about us and uh, the people in your recovery community and in your unity community. And uh, so we're getting the word out about the program. It's wonderful to be broadcasting on the topic of recovery on Unity Online Radio, unity.fm. And um, we know that uh, we're making a difference out there. And so it's, it's a lot of fun to be talking about the topics that we've got and to be bringing the guests to you that we're bringing to you every week. We always talk about topics that are important to the recovery community. And we always have guests that are down to earth, knowledgeable, and innovative They're people who are in recovery themselves or who work with or write for recovering people, uh, sometimes all three, and they're always bringing you practical information that you can use and lively discussions that get you thinking. The spirit of recovery is a welcoming place. We know that recovery is a large tent, and so if you're a person that's in recovery from any kind of an addiction or if you're a family member or a friend of somebody that's got the disease of addiction, and maybe you're in your own recovery as a family member or a friend, or maybe you just want to learn more about addiction, or you're simply somebody that's looking for information, we are happy to have you listening with us here on Spirit of Recovery, and we welcome you. We welcome your participation in our discussions. And again, my name is Anna Schaus, and I'm your Spirit of Recovery host. I'm a unity minister, and I'm trained uh, in addictions counseling. Also, I'm a person who has in my circle of love and friendship many people that have the disease of addiction, and I just celebrated 30 years uh, of those relationships 30 years ago. They got me started on an active path of my own personal growth and recovery in my own uh, program as a family member and friend. So I'm really grateful for these 30 years. It's been an amazing journey being able to be with a lot of people who have a great deal of wisdom and who've helped me learn how to live life on life's terms and open up to relationship with a higher power. Unity is also a very important part of my life, and my spiritual walk is an integration of unity principles and recovery principles. 
So thank you, listeners, for making it possible for me to uh, host this show, Spirit of Recovery, and for giving me the opportunity to share with you these ideas that really make such a difference in my life. You know that on every show we do have a drawing and we give away a recovery book. These books are donated to us by the nonprofit Hazelden Foundation. That's www.hazelden.org. So we say a big thank you to Hazelden for donating these books to us. And today, the book that we're going to give away is the classic, 24 Hours a Day. This is um, the book that was written as a meditation book written many years ago by an AA member in Daytona Beach, Florida. And it is a classic of spiritual literature Uh, You don't have to be a member of Alcoholics Anonymous to get a lot out of this book. It's a beautiful spiritual book. And also included in this, we have a beautiful bookmark produced by Barbara Bergen, who is a Unity uh, licensed teacher and also an an author and a photographer. And there's a beautiful bookmark with a positive affirmation on it and a beautiful picture. So we'd love to give you this book. Call in today during our show. That's 888-558-6489. Or you can email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. And we do get those emails during the show. So you can email us a comment or a question for my guest or just to let us know that you'd like to be in the drawing for a 24-hour-a-day book. Today our topic is Renew Your Spirit, the Gift of a 12-Step Retreat Center. And my guest is Jesse Sell. Jesse is a recovered alcoholic, and he is also an ordained minister in the United Church of Christ. He has a Master's of Divinity from Duke Divinity School, and he also earned a Ph.D. in Biblical Languages and Interpretation from the Graduate School at Duke University. He has spent many years in the academic study of religion, and he's published in the area of the Coptic Gnostic uh, studies. And he also is a recovering person. He came into recovery and then became a licensed addictions counselor in North Carolina and worked as an inpatient counselor at Fellowship Hall and other facilities there in that state. And so in 1991, since that time, his primary occupation has been as a volunteer for the Renewal Center of the South, where he is the director of administration and the treasurer. And I had the pleasure of meeting Jesse many years ago uh, at a, a retreat uh, where he was just beginning this idea. He and other people had the idea of creating a 12-step retreat center in North Carolina. And so I got to hear about the the beginning of that idea and when it was really a, a vision and a, a hope and a desire and have watched it through the years develop into what it is today, uh, which is a, a wonderful place where people in recovery can go and renew themselves and grow spiritually. And so Jesse's going to talk with us about that today, about how that all came about and what the Renewal Center of the South is and how it helps people in recovery. So welcome to the show, Jesse. Glad you're here. Well, thank you, Anna. And I really appreciate the invitation and being able to talk to some people about uh, this vision or dream or whatever you call it that after many many years finally became a reality and uh and uh actually i really appreciate being able to talk to some people because one of the things uh, that we're probably going to talk about later is that we tried to build this thing using spiritual principles and that meant 
that we always strictly uh, obeyed the traditions of the 12-step fellowships, which meant, you know, that we're very limited in how we can talk about this project uh, to the people who would normally be our natural, natural, uh, uh, our natural uh, people, uh, you know, people in AA, NA, Al-Anon, et cetera. And, uh, you know, where those people gather at their meetings, we, uh, according to those traditions, can't talk about this. So uh, I took a long time here just to say that uh, it really it's good to be able to have another way to talk about people, talk to people about what we're doing. Yeah, great. Tell me how how you got the idea to do this. How did it get going in the first place? Well, uh, I started going to the Hazelton Renewal Center in 1986, and it was founded, I think, in '84. And it's uh, for those of you who've never heard of it, uh, it's on the Hazelton campus up in Minnesota, but it's totally separate from their treatment center. It's a Spiritual, a residential spiritual retreat center for members of any 12-step fellowship. And the idea is it's a place where people can, for three or four days or a week, get out of the rat race of the normal routine and surrounded by some people of a like mindset together in a very small, intimate atmosphere, work to really reach down into the spiritual depths of the program and, you know, and leave there and come back to the real world spiritually fre- spiritually refreshed and, uh, you know, and being able to apply these principles in, in our daily lives. And I, I've probably spent close to 20 weeks up there in the 80s and 90s. I absolutely fell in love with the place. Uh, and within a few years of the first time I went up there, by the time I guess I'd met you, I don't remember exactly when it was we met, but within a couple of years of the time I started going up there, I thought, geez, I wish we could have something like this down in our part of the country, that is North Carolina. I'm talking to you from Durham, North Carolina. Uh, and uh, in 1991, I became, I was encouraged in this by some people I trusted. Uh, you know, one of the things, one of the spiritual principles I learned in the program is not to you know, not to rely on your own judgment without having it checked by other other spiritually wise people. And some people I really trusted very much, like the late, great Dr. Ted Clark, uh, encouraged me in this and said, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead and try, see if, see if you can create something like that. And so we incorporated the thing as a nonprofit corporation and, uh, past that all crucial step of getting the IRS to make us a 501c3 nonprofit, which meant that money people gave us would be tax deductible. Because, unfortunately, this spiritual event, uh, this spiritual thing required a lot of physical stuff. I mean, we, we were starting absolutely from scratch. You know, we didn't have any land. We didn't have a mailing list. We didn't have any big famous, wealthy people uh, in our corner. Uh, we really started the thing absolutely from scratch. And it really was a spiritual venture because uh, just looking at it purely rationally, uh, you would probably thought we couldn't do this. Uh, you know, we had to raise nearly a million dollars. And as I said, we started from zero. Uh, I hate to talk about money so much, but unfortunately we needed money or we wouldn't have been able to have any land or have any buildings and do the kind of thing we're doing now. But uh, 
1991, I quit my job at Fellowship Paul, and my wife and I basically, and Ted Clark basically became the co-founders of this thing, or the tri-founders of this thing, and started on a long, a long journey of uh, bringing it to pass, mm-hmm. which, you know, as you know, took a very, very long time. And probably, right. uh, I'm sorry, uh, did you want to... Yeah, what was a highlight for you of, some, of something that way that you grew in that process of building well, this? Well, I'll tell you, there were, I mean, there were so many adventures along the way. It took 17 years, actually. We started to hit 91, and we actually opened almost exactly three years ago. Um, along that way, I mean, I couldn't, in this hour, I couldn't tell you all the truly remarkable things for good and for bad that happened. But let me just give you one example that for some reason I remember very vividly. Uh, At the very beginning, we made up our minds, and I promised the people who were encouraging us that, you know, that if we were going to have a 12-step spiritual retreat center, we were going to create it using spiritual methods and spiritual principles. And one of those principles is being true to your word. And when you tell someone you're going to do something, you know, doing it. And uh, as we built our mailing list, and by the way, every person on our mailing list uh, was added one at a time. Someone giving me their name and address and phone number and telling me they'd be willing to, you know, to be on our mailing list if they were interested in what we were doing. So anyway, but I would always promise people that, our mailing list would never be shared with any other entity. You know, particularly in since these people are all in anonymous programs, you know, that was really important that they knew their their name would be secure with us. Well, after we'd been two or three years along this the road of trying to do this, uh, a very well known, very prominent person in the recovery community was also a very wealthy person. Uh, asked me to have our mailing list so that he could use it uh, to promote you know, some events that he was organizing. And he'd been very good to us. You know, he'd, he'd uh, helped spread the word, and you know, he'd been a real friend of our project, but he, he wanted our mailing list. And I told him, well, I'm really sorry. I'd you know, really like to do that, but we've always promised people that we would never share our mailing list with anyone. And much to my amazement, he became very, very angry, uh, went into kind of a tirade, actually, about uh, what an ingrate I was, that he you know, tried to help us and so forth and so on. And as I said, this guy had quite a bit of influence, and even a couple of our board members were uh, kind of fiddling, you know, on the edge on it, saying, well, maybe, maybe we could make an exception this one time. And I just really had to make up my mind, you know, was I gonna was I gonna do this whole thing by spiritual principles or not? And so I stuck to my guns on that and he was real mad at us. But I felt that I had done what I had promised people I would do. Now, you know, that sounds like kind of a trivial trivial thing, even though, you know, in my alcoholic mind, I could imagine all kinds of terrible things he might have done to, you know, to hurt us, but, uh, you know, nothing ever came of it, but to me, that's just a symbol of the fact that uh, from the very beginning, we said, if we're going to have a spiritual retreat center, we're going to build it spiritually, 
And that was just kind of a flagrant example of that. I mean, there were, you know, some other things too, obviously. We, as I mentioned uh, at the beginning, we stringently abide by the 12-step traditions, which really limits how we can promote it uh, and spread the word about what we're doing. But just, you know, just in general, uh, I thought it was really important that we put our, you know, we put our feet where our mouth was if we said this was going to be something that was true to 12-step spirituality. Well, that's how we'd raise the money, too, and that's how we'd do everything. Um, so, and there were, you know, we had a lot of, it was a really tough, tough thing. As I said, it took 17 years, so you know it wasn't easy. Uh, although, right away, even while we were just beginning, we, we started to do our work right away. While we were trying to raise the money to build our own place, we started having the kind of intimate, small spiritual retreats that are the, you know, the, the focus of our program. We started having them at rented church camps and so on. And in those 17 years, we actually had 60-some uh, retreats, which are really not all that different from what we do now, now that we have our own place. But, uh, you know, we started doing that, but it was a long, long struggle. We, uh, the first place we tried to locate it, uh, was, you know, the, it was, the zoning didn't work out. Uh, very, it was very hard to get insurance because anything involved with drunks and drug addicts, you know, that always gets people's uh, uh, back up. And they always, you know, just your people out there who don't know anything about recovery think, you know, what kind of people are this? Do we want to insure them? You know, and there were just countless things like that. I mean, frankly, if I'd had any sense, we would have abandoned it, you know, after three or four years. I mean, after six years... We'd raised $100,000, and we needed a million. And uh, my spiritual advisor, Father Bob H., told me that, you know, Jesse, stubbornness is a character defect, and perseverance is a great spiritual virtue, and I can't make up my mind whether you're stubborn or whether you've got perseverance. But, uh, you know, we uh, we hung in there, uh, that old... Uh, you know, the old line you hear in AA all the time about don't quit before the miracle really was literally true for us because, as I said, after six years, we made very little progress financially, even though we had a lot of good retreats and people seemed to like what we were doing. But, you know, as far as actually raising the money to build our own place, uh, you know, we gotten practically nowhere. And as I said, if I'd had any sense, we probably would have quit. But... We're going to take a a short break right now. We'll be right back. Jesse, thank you so much. Okay, I'll tell you the miracle that happened then. (laughs) We'll be right back. Stay with us. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you.
If you've tuned in for Touching the Stillness with host Reverend Paulette Pipe, then you know the power of her soul-stirring meditations. And if her programs leave you wanting more, you can purchase her meditation CD, Touching the Stillness, and you'll be able to take Paulette's calming voice along with you wherever you go. This enthralling CD contains three separate self-contained meditations that can either be listened to in one sitting or one at a time. Whatever your preference, Paulette's mesmerizing voice will transport you beyond thoughts and sounds to a sacred place of stillness and soul remembrance. So go ahead, enliven your meditation practice with the Touching the Stillness CD from Reverend Paulette Pipe and let the stillness touch you. To obtain your copy, go to www.unity.org and click on Shop. That's www.unity.org and click on Shop. What is the secret to happiness? Why do bad things happen to good people? What is our purpose in life? What must I do to bring healing into my life? Join Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday for a metaphysical romp. Explore fundamental unity principles put into action through real-life scenarios from people like you. Call in with your questions and spiritual challenges, and let Paul take you on a journey of profound personal understanding and transformation. That's Metaphysical Romp with Rev. Paul Hasselbeck every Tuesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D. If you'd like to share your questions, comments, and experience with today's topics, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. I'm really glad that you're with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is Renew Your Spirit, the gift of a 12-step retreat center. And my guest is Jesse Sell. Jesse's a recovered alcoholic, and he um, also is a United Church of Christ minister, and he also has a Ph.D. in biblical languages and interpretation and has taught and published in that area. He's also a licensed addictions counselor. Um, who has worked in inpatient facilities in North Carolina, and now his primary occupation is the volunteer director of administration and the treasurer for the Renewal Center of the South, which is a retreat center for recovering people, a place where they can go to deepen their spirituality. And he's telling us some exciting things about how that place has come about. But before we talk with Jesse, I want you to take a moment with me right now. I invite you to join me in the Serenity Minute. And focus on a constructive idea. Allow yourself to relax and hear this constructive idea. Allow it to refresh your spirit. Here it is. I am part of a fellowship of love and caring. I relax and let in God's love. I am part of a fellowship of love and caring. 
I relax and let in God's love. Thank you for joining me in that Serenity Minute, and I do hope that it refreshed you and uh, opened you up to a little bit uh, fuller contact with your higher power. Again, my guest is Jesse Sell, the director of the Renewal Center of the South, and our topic today is Renew Your Spirit, the gift of a 12-step retreat center. This is a great time to give us a call or send us an email with a comment or a question for Jesse. Our phone number is 888-558-6489 or it's 888-55-U-N-I-T-Y. Same number. And our email is spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. And we do get those during the program. Also, if you don't have a comment or question but you simply want to get your name in the drawing for our giveaway book, Uh, Give us a call or send an email. And the book today is the classic meditation book, 24 hours a day. So uh, before our break, Jesse, you were telling us about uh, using spiritual principles to develop the finances um, for this. And you told us a great story about integrity and why it matters and, you know, in finances and how that's really opened the door. You said you've got another miracle that uh, to share about that that happened after six years. So what's that story? Well, yeah, there were several of them. Uh, Actually, before I do that, let me throw something else in because I don't want to forget to say this sometime during the hour. I think it was really important that during this whole long process, right away we started actually doing our work and having our small, intimate spiritual retreats at, at church camps and stuff that we rented because that kept reminding all of us of why we were doing all this. I mean, because, you know, we've been talking a lot about raising money and getting zoning permits and getting IRS tax exemption and, you know, and getting your books audited every year and all that kind of stuff, which is just really, you know, like running a business. And it was real easy for me and probably some other people, too, to, you know, to get sidetracked into all that stuff. It all had to be done, but it was real easy to forget about why we were doing all this, which was to create a beautiful place where people could sit around in a circle in front of the fire and share about their spiritual life in the 12-step program. So anyway, I wanted to get that in. I think that was important that we started doing the work right away. So anyway, the miracle that happened, as I said in one of the miracles that happened in 97, when we'd been at this for six years, uh, and I said if I'd had any sense, we probably would have given up by normal human ways of evaluating things because we'd raised less than 10% of the money we needed in six years. And then one day that summer, uh, Dr. Ted Clark, whom I've mentioned, and a couple of our other dear friends went and played around the golf with Paul B., who's a uh, extremely uh, well-connected uh, philanthropist and, um, you know, and big businessman in North Carolina. And they came back from that round of golf with a check for $100,000 from his foundation, uh, which... And if I would tell you his name, you know, you would recognize that that gave us the credibility. That was your first, 
what they call your lead gift that really kicks your thing off. And you know, it took six years to get that, but it did miraculously one day, and that was really the turning point. As I said, now we were we were respectable. People began to take us seriously. Uh, you know, originally, frankly, most people really thought we were kind of nuts trying to do this, so we just you know wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, and that was a, a major turning point. And probably the other really major turning point was due entirely to the, the goodness of one particular person, Wayne S. in Greensboro, North Carolina, who's not a real wealthy man. He's a you know an upper middle class guy. But all of the land that we are located on, the 82 wooded acres, the 82 beautiful wooded acres we have up north of Greensboro, that was all his land, and he called me one day and said, Jesse, I'm not doing anything except paying taxes on a hunk of land I got up in Rockingham County, which I think would be really ideal for your place. And he gave that to us uh, so that we had our location, we had our place, and you know, obviously that was a major financial thing too, 82 acres worth of land. And then this same guy, uh, who's a, and he's also a general contractor, Wayne is, uh, he built it for us at cost. And if any of you have ever worked with a general contractor and had anything built, you know that the general contractor marks things up about 50% from what they cost him. And so, you know, that saved us a couple hundred thousand dollars. So, you know, this one guy in Greensboro who is a truly good AA member, has helped a lot of people, but not a tremendously wealthy guy. He was responsible for you know better than a quarter of a million dollars out of the million that we needed. The, this absolutely ideal piece of land, and as I said, then then building it for us uh, at cost. So, and I just he's a guy I just happened to have known from my work at Fellowship Hall uh, when I worked there in Greensboro for a number of years as a counselor there, and you know just out of the blue these kind of things happened. Uh, we just kind of kept plodding away one foot in front of the other. And, and I said a lot of the things that we planned never worked out. But these things just kept happening when they needed to happen. Uh, not that I, not that, that meant that my faith became complete and I was absolutely assured that everything was going to work out. You know, being a being an alcoholic and a human being, I uh, worried a lot about it, and there was still a lot of crises and things we had to get through. But it really seemed like when we tried to do it by spiritual principles and really put the outcome of the thing in the hands of the higher power, uh, which I think we genuinely did. I mean, I'm usually pretty hard on myself, but I really believe we we genuinely believe that if this was going to come to pass, it was going to be because a higher power brought it to pass. And, uh, and, and so a lot of things happened like that then. But finally, uh, the actual physical place came into being just almost exactly three years ago. And now, of course, we're able to do a lot more than we could when we were just you know, renting those church camps and stuff three or four weekends a year. Uh, we have a Really nice. I mean, I, I'm trying to be honest. I think physically a very nice place in a, a beautiful 
wooded location right on the Dan River. We have a little lake of our own uh, where people can go fishing. Uh, really lovely, small retreat center with sleeping accommodations for 20 people. And that's the way we want it to be. We want it to be small and intimate. You know, people in AA uh, go to a lot of, quote, AA retreats, which usually are just 800 or 1,000 people sitting in an auditorium listening to some dynamite speakers. But you know, that is not what our retreats are. Um, and we try to be true to the philosophy that they started up at the Hazleton Renewal Center, just a small group of 15, 17, 18 people together for a weekend in you know, really a, a place totally out of uh, the ordinary routine of life and sitting around out on the porch till midnight, uh, just talking, sitting in front of a fire, uh, just sharing about the program and its spiritual principles in our lives is, is really what we do. Uh, we have a lot of free time. We allow, allow people to just you know decompress and just uh, veg out for 48 hours if that's what they want to do because uh, to me, there's, and this goes back to the work I did when I was a minister, too, in the United Church of Christ. I've always found that when people get away in an environment like that, out of the normal routine, some really wonderful spiritual things can happen. Some things like that happen to me. I mean, that's why I originally got interested in divinity school, because when I was in high school and college, I had some wonderful, genuine spiritual experiences at uh, church uh, camps and conferences, and, uh, you know, I got distracted from that then very quickly into the academic study of religion, which is, you know, just a pretty ego-driven thing and isn't all that different from, you know, a PhD in biblical interpretation isn't all that much different from a PhD in uh, philosophy or something, you know, it was an academic discipline, and, you know, in my, as my addiction deepened and got worse, I got seduced away from those original uh, spiritual, that original spiritual motivation I had and, you know, and didn't refine that uh, until I came back, until I, you know, got sober and got into the 12-step program, which was in 1983. Uh, so uh, I've always had a special place in my heart, you know, for that kind of environment where uh, you just get away in a beautiful place with a small group of people who are all trying to do the same thing and and you help each other do it. Of course, we have leaders for the retreats. Uh, we're all volunteers, by the way. Uh, the only people we've ever paid any money are our part-time housekeeper and our part-time cook. It's, this whole thing's been done by volunteers, uh, with the exception of that. We've had some wonderful volunteer retreat leaders who you know, kind of pick a theme for the weekend and kind of point people in that direction. But then mainly we just work with each other and uh, sit in front of a fire or down by the lake on a warm summer day. And I mean, frankly, I feel pretty pretty darn vindicated. I mean, since we've been open, which has been three years and a couple weeks, uh, we've really been doing what I hoped we'd be able to do, what I hoped and prayed we'd be able to do all those years that we that we worked toward it. Um, Right, it's, it's, a, it's a really uh, the birth of a dream that you had and some other people had. You you really uh, 
it's amazing that you've been able to do it. And I think it's a wonderful support to, for people to know that you did it using spiritual principle that you've managed. I mean, that would be the message I hope people get, you know, that we, we raised a million dollars and got zoning permits and stuff by the use of spiritual principles, <laughs> which, uh, and I mean that seriously, you know, we, uh, but uh, so far things have gone, oh, talk about another miracle. After all these years, we finally opened on June 6th of 08, three months before Lehman Brothers went bankrupt and everyone thought the world was going to end and the Great Depression was coming again. And uh, I don't think very many knew, uh, I hate to call us a business, but I don't, I don't think very many knew things that were started in the summer of 08. Uh, a lot of them didn't survive that first few months because I don't know if you remember the fall of 08, but people really mm-hmm. were safe. I do. <laughs> we're scared to death that, uh, you know, and, and that's where we were just starting out. And uh, we survived that again, literally by the grace of God, I think. And, and, we're, and we're doing well. Uh, it's, yeah, obviously I feel really, really good that all those years uh, were not in vain. And uh, and we're doing good work. I mean, people really get get something. I, I, let me just speak for myself. I've been in AA a long time, but I've get an awful lot myself out of our spiritual retreats. Uh, some things really that I don't get in my home group at home. Uh, you know, I meet people I normally would not meet. We have different people from Virginia, North and South Carolina at almost every retreat. Uh, and the people who come, obviously they wouldn't pay money and come to this thing for a weekend if they weren't pretty darn serious about their spiritual program. So I like to think, and I, I think it's really true, that we have a very high quality of, of spiritual work that goes on at these, at these weekends. And I said, I get an awful, awful lot out of it that I wouldn't get uh, in just my normal uh, life in my 12-step group. Right. It adds a layer of of depth and, and a layer of fellowship uh, probably when you get to go away with people and just have that time talking. That's that's really, I think, what it is. I mean, you know, there's, there's I think it's no secret that there's various level, levels of work and progress people can make in a 12-step program. And, uh, you know, I think we do provide an opportunity for people who are really serious about the spiritual spiritual growth. We really give them a chance uh, maybe to get some stuff that would be harder for them to get otherwise. Now, I, I would never say that you can't get everything you need in the world spiritually by going to an AA meeting. I would never certainly deny that. But still, it, it seems like maybe what we do makes it a lot easier for people. Uh, you know, some people come when they're going through some kind of crisis, uh, but a lot of people also just come as part of their regular spiritual events. So I'd like to think that we help both of those groups, the people who need some really special help when they're going through something really bad, you know, the death of a spouse or losing a job or something like that. But we have a lot of people also who just come two or three times a year because it's part of their regular program of recovery. 
And we've also found that you don't have to have been sober or in the program a whole long time to benefit from what we do. Uh, we have, theoretically, we have a policy that says if you belong to a 12-step fellowship that has an abstinence norm, we ask you to have 60 days of abstinence. So, but, Jesse, we're going to have to take a break right now. Um, we'll come back sure, and we'll hear sure. some more about what the programs at the Renewal Center. And thank you so much for what you're telling us. And uh, stick with us and we'll be right back. Attention, spirit seekers. Have you seen the new Unity magazine? It has a bold, fresh look and is filled with content to support you on every step of your spiritual journey. Each bi-monthly issue of Unity magazine is read by people like you who are seeking answers to spiritual questions about relationships, meditation, divine potential, and more. Inside, you will find a wealth of news from the Unity Movement, inspirational articles, reviews on the latest spiritual books, and interviews with renowned spiritual teachers. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to www.unitymagazine.org. Unity Magazine is also available in most Unity Church bookstores. Join us as we discover the leading edge of Unity Thought, expand our consciousness, and experience a greater oneness with spirit. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach for weekly inspiration on ways to identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, where your purpose is your prosperity. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Spirit of Recovery, the place where spirituality and recovery meet with Rev. Anna Schaus, Ph.D. If you have a question, comment, or experience with today's topic you'd like to share, call us now or email us at spiritofrecovery at unity.fm. We now return to Spirit of Recovery. Welcome back to Spirit of Recovery. We're really glad that you're listening with us today. And if you're just joining us, our topic is Renew Your Spirit, the Gift of a 12-Step Retreat Center. And my guest is Jesse Sell. Jesse is an ordained United Church of Christ minister. He holds a Ph.D. in Biblical Languages and Interpretation. And he's also a licensed addictions counselor in North Carolina. Since 1991, his primary occupation has been as a volunteer for the Renewal Center of the South of which he is the Director of Administration and the Treasurer. And so Jesse is sharing with us about the Renewal Center of the South and about what they do and how they got started and using uh, spiritual principles and, and building the place. It truly was that, uh, that wonderful dream that got manifested, and he's sharing with us um, what, uh, what they do there. So, Jesse, before we go any farther, uh, Tell us how people can learn more about the Renewal Center. I know you've got a website, so if they're curious, how can they find out more about it? Right. Thank you, uh, yeah, for uh, 
for giving me an opportunity to do that. We have a very nice website, which again was created by a volunteer, uh, a guy who's a has a pretty big IT job at Duke Medical Center, uh, was good enough to create our website for us pro bono. Uh, and the website is www.rcsouth.org. R-C-S-O-U-T-H dot O-R-G. And uh, it will give you it'll, it'll some nice pictures up there. It will give you an idea of what it looks like physically, a map on where we are. Uh, actually, we worked pretty hard on it. There's a lot on there describing what our philosophy is, uh, all the legal aspects of it. Uh, for instance, pointing out that we do not offer any kind of professional therapy or counseling. You know that what we do is simply uh, peer peer support group helping each other. Uh, no, no kind of any kind of. Uh, you know, sometimes people will call me and ask, "Well, will my insurance pay for it?" I say, "No, we're not a medical facility. We don't. Uh, we're a spiritual retreat center, uh, and we're we're located uh, about 20 miles due north of Greensboro, North Carolina." I live over in Durham, which is near, you know, which is about 60 miles uh, east of there. But the place is actually located, uh, actually it's pretty close to the Virginia line. If you just drew a line from Greensboro due north, and we're just short of the Virginia line. And it's pretty easily accessible. It's only about 25 minutes from uh, the Greensboro airport. And uh, uh, so if if people want to fly in, it's very accessible. We're real accessible from I-40 and I-85, and it's a really good location. I mean, as I mentioned, it just kind of miraculously came to pass, but it couldn't be a much better, couldn't be a much better location. Um, one so thing what, again, do you, what do you offer I, there? What kind of pro? What's going on? You told us something about the programming. Well, well, what topics? Well, right now we started very. We you know we wanted to be sure that we didn't get carried away at the very beginning. We started the first year by being open only one weekend a month. And we're up now to about 17 or 18 weekends a month. We're having our first uh, three or actually four-day retreat this fall. That is where people will come in on Thursday and stay for the weekend rather than coming in on Friday. our bread and butter, the, the core of what we do, are these small spiritual retreats that I've already pretty well advertised. But we've done some other things, too. We're, later this year, we're having a big book workshop uh, featuring a very couple of very respected and well-known authorities on the big book uh, of AA. Uh, we've... Uh, Another thing that we do, I think, is a a real service, and I don't want to forget to mention it. We make our place available to other recovery-related groups who would like to have their own uh, retreat or workshop or whatever you want to call it. Uh, In other words, where we just provide the uh, the lodging and the food and use of all our facilities, but they put on their own their own thing, whatever they want to do. And we've had already half a dozen or so of those. And I hope we'll have more because I know from my own experience all those years that we rented places to have our retreats. It's not easy to find a place. Usually I have to book it a year in advance. And 
And uh, frankly, what we charge, too, is much more affordable than what most of these uh, church camps and so on charge. So, you know, that's part of, we consider that part of our mission, to, uh, in addition to the things that we actually sponsor and put on ourselves. Uh, you know, we hope to keep expanding our program, being open more and more often. Uh, you know, we, we started off, as I said, just once a month because we didn't want to go broke. First, uh, you know, the first uh, three months we were in operation. But our goal, of course, would be to open, be open as much as we can. Uh, up at Hazleton, you can go up there. It's open 365 days a year. You can go up and stay for a week or 10 days if you want to. Uh, I don't know if we'll ever, ever get to that point, but I certainly hope that two or three years from now, you know, we'll be open most weekends. But as of right now, it's about 17 or 18 weekends. And there is a schedule up on the website of the things we have booked uh, for, the rest, for the rest of this year. Um, and again, there's one, one other thing I want to be sure I, I get in. That's why, if you don't mind, I'll just go ahead and mention it. Our, our basic goal was to duplicate the philosophy of the Hazelton Renewal Center, but to do it in a less luxurious and much more affordable uh, venue. In other words, we wanted to, we, it's part of our mission to be sure that the average 12-stepper can afford to come to this place. And uh, therefore, it'll never be supported totally by the fees guests pay. You know, we'll, we'll continue for every year. We'll always be raising charitable contributions to augment that because uh, we really want to make it affordable. And we have a sliding scale of fees, too, so that we leave it up totally to each person. Uh, for instance, a, a, a normal weekend is $150 or 100 or 50 and we leave it totally up to you to pay the most that you can afford. But I mean, I'm, I love the Hazelton Renewal Center, but it's pretty darn expensive, and uh, and it's really luxurious. I mean, it's a fantastic place. But we decided we wanted to have a nice place, but you know, not a luxurious place, and we wanted it to be affordable. And I think we've been able to do that. And again, that's part of our spiritual mission. Uh, you know, to so that your average 12-stepper will not be kept away by lack of money. Okay, I got that in there. <laughs> so did Lydia, you hear did I, Tell yeah, me a story ahead. about something that uh, a guest got. They were just got a couple minutes, so just a brief story about how this has changed somebody's life. Okay, I will... Um, keep it short, though. But, yeah, uh, actually there are three or four of those, and they're all... Well, I'll just mention a, a young guy, a young doctor uh, who lost his license, you know, as many do because of their addiction. And uh, he came, when he, got, when he got sober, he started coming to our place, and he came every month for about a year. And it's his opinion, I mean, he has told me that he really feels that we played an absolutely crucial role in his being able to get back in. He'd been sober quite a long time and had a bad slip. And, uh, you know, there are three or four other people like that who would who will tell me, you know, that they really think people who hadn't been sober very long when they started coming to us, that we really played a, 
a key role in them being able to get back in. Uh, we've had a number of people, of course, who come in some kind of acute spiritual distress, you know, a divorce, something like that. And, well, actually, I can tell you a story about a uh, some people who had been coming to our um, our retreats years ago when we were just having them in other places, and I was privileged to be able to marry these two people who'd, who'd met at one of our retreats. And then, unfortunately, uh, this woman, uh, the woman of the pair, died recently at a, at a young age. And I would really like to think that the fact that, I would like to think that we at our fellowship were able to play a crucial role in getting her husband through the first few weeks or months of that uh, when he was having a really, really tough time with his, you know, with his young wife dying uh, like that. And their whole, I said they met through us. They, uh, I performed their marriage. I performed her funeral. Uh, and we just played an important part in their life, but also in him then being able to get through uh, her her you know unfortunate early death. Jesse, thank you so much. You have it's our time's up. Um, you've given us a lot of inspiration and a lot of hope of knowing um, how you can do things by using really using spiritual principles and also giving us some real insight into what's resources that are possible for people in twelve step programs. Uh, thank you so much for being a guest today. Appreciate it. Well, it was my privilege to be here. Thank you very much for letting me on. You bet. Thanks for, thanks for the Renewal Center of the South. And thank you to all okay. of our listeners. And uh, join us next week when our topic is triple winners. And uh, what we're going to be talking with Jeffrey D., who's, who's a triple winner. He works two recovery programs, and he lives Unity Principles. And that really opens the door to him to a rich and full life. Thanks for listening today. And know that you're in my prayers and have a blessed week and we give our best to jesse and the renewal center of the south and uh, we'll see you next week god bless thank you for tuning in to spirit of recovery with reverend anna Schaus, phd and her guests Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Pacific for down-to-earth ideas on keeping spirituality in the heart of your recovery. Spirit of Recovery, only on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. This program is brought to you in part by Soul Matters Ministry in Olympia, Washington, committed to bringing light to the soul. Online at www.soulmatters-spiritworks.org. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe, right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Living in
In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. feel undervalued, disconnected, or simply overwhelmed at work or in your business? Are you trying to attract what you need but are desperately worried about cash flow? What if the problems you're experiencing aren't problems at all, but warning signals, clues to redirect? What if those clues are being obscured by your blind spots, the things you can't see that are keeping you from accomplishing your goals? Find out how you can move step-by-step beyond your blind spots each week here with Karen Pettigrew. Wednesday mornings at 9 Central Time on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. There is nothing more thrilling than feeling your direct connection with your source, your spirit. In those moments, you are soaring, knowing that you can be, do, or have anything you want. But what do you do when real life hits you straight on? Let's get real. This is practical spirituality for a busy, bustling world. Join us every Friday at noon Central Time for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real where we explore leading-edge principles and break down the law of attraction so it works for you every day. When you are off the mountaintop, join us for this delicious exploration of attraction principles with your host, Ray Zander. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. For help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm. <laughs> 